I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Headlines over the past 24 hours tout the passage of two significant infrastructure bills, the $1.2 trillion bipartisan bill, and now the framework for the $3.5 trillion uh, reconciliation bill uh, for the Senate. And when it comes to all this infrastructure and all of the new government spending that goes with it, who wins, who loses, and who pays? We're going to get to all of it on Inside Sources. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, the Senate took another step towards passing the $3.5 trillion spending package that would pay for everything from free community college and universal pre-K to climate change and Medicare. That's on top of the $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill that we've been talking about and trillions more that have been spent during the first six months of this year on the pandemic. But how much are we spending in total and how much will you have to pay for? That's the big question today. And we're going to break this down in a lot of different ways. I think everyone agrees that infrastructure repair and uh, extension, expansion is necessary uh, throughout the country. Everybody agrees on that. No question. Uh, Do we have projects and things here in the state of Utah, both backward facing in terms of repairs and forward facing in terms of growth and need uh, and a host of things in between? And so we're going to look at all of that as we go through the program today. But I want to start just on the cost component to all of this uh, because it is uh, pretty massive when you look at the amount of money that has been spent uh, just in the first six months or seven months uh, of this year. What does that really mean? What is it? How is it going to impact inflation? How is it going to impact uh, what's going on in the economy and jobs and a host of other things? So let's start breaking that down today so we can kind of get the right perspective in terms of what's happening and what's going on. Uh, the Manhattan Institute's Brian Riedel uh, joined me on the program a little while back uh, talking about if you add all of this up, it, it really is close to $8 trillion in spending. That's including, uh, again, some some uh, pandemic spending from the beginning of the year, about $2 trillion, uh, the $3.5 trillion that just passed overnight, the $1.2 trillion. Uh, the bipartisan bill. And again, both of those still have some work to be done in the House. We'll come back to that. But if you added up all that spending, just that spending alone, not counting anything else that we normally spend in a given year, which is several trillion, by the way, about four trillion, uh, it adds up to a lot. And so what does that actually mean? Let's get some perspective on that. And and so we were talking to Brian Riedel about this and what it is, how do we compare it? What does that really look like? And what else could we actually do with that kind of money? Take a listen. If you add up the $3.5 trillion in the, the reconciliation bill we keep hearing with all the other spending bills that they're talking about and the 
$1.9 trillion non-stimulus bill they just did, you get about a six-month spending spree of $8 trillion. Now, that number is so big, people can't comprehend what $8 trillion is. It's five times bigger than the Republican tax cuts that that we were told we couldn't afford. It would be enough to deposit $60,000 into every uh, family's bank account in America. It would be enough to eliminate the employee side of the payroll tax. It was, it's the biggest spending spree since World War II, and they're going to do this in six months. Just the interest, it will be enough to bury us moving forward. All right, so that's a, uh, that's a big chunk of change. Uh, imagine uh, what every family could do if every family got uh, 60000 dropped into their bank account today. That's an interesting thing. I also think it's interesting to compare and contrast, again, whether you were for the President Trump tax cuts or against them, uh, the issue is that what we've spent in the first six months of this year is five times larger, five times larger than those tax cuts. Enough, again, for $60,000 for every family in America uh, or to just wipe out the employee side of the payroll tax. Uh, Those are all fascinating things. Uh, In that same interview I had with Brian Riedel, uh, he argued that uh, regardless of what the final tally is, that we're all going to end up paying for this in one way or another. Here's what he said. Either they're going to raise your taxes now or they're going to raise your taxes later. And in the meantime, the thing about $8 trillion in interest is even if you assume a 3% interest rate, which is pretty low compared to what the Congressional Budget Office assumes, yeah. you're going to be, the federal government is going to have to pay $240 billion in interest just on this spending spree every year forever. $240 billion. That would be enough money to double veterans' benefits mm. or triple the highway program. That's just what we're going to have to spend in interest, not on the whole debt, just the interest on this debt. Uh, those numbers get really mind-boggling to me. So, again, that's not counting what Brian was referring to was not the $30 trillion, uh, in national debt that we already have. He's just talking about the interest that the government will have to pay on this $8 trillion that we've essentially uh, committed to in the first six months of the year. Uh, that's $240 billion a year in interest, just in an interest payment. On that, not counting the interest payment we have every year uh, on the $30 trillion that we've already racked up as a nation. And we're all going to have to pay for that in one way or another. And so that we have to think that through. Really interesting. New polling came out today, national polling, showed that 62% of Americans believe that a middle-class tax increase is coming to pay for all of this spending. Very interesting. Uh, again, we're still early on in this whole process, and already 62% of Americans believe a middle-class tax increase is coming as a result of all of this. Uh, if you missed it in the middle of the night last night, uh, Utah Senator Mitt Romney put forward an amendment, uh, an amendment that would have prevented the Democrats in this $3.5 trillion package that will be coming. Again, it hasn't been formally written yet. That won't happen for a couple of weeks. Uh, But this amendment that the senator offered uh, would have prevented them from being able to raise taxes in order to pay for uh, that $3.5 trillion. And, of course, it was voted down on party lines. 
the Democrats uh, voted against it, and so it was a 50-49 vote on Senator Romney's uh, amendment, which I think would, is a proper amendment in terms of that $3.5 trillion. Let's make sure we're not going to raise taxes uh, as we move through that. It was a big point of, of what uh, Senator Romney did on the $1.2 trillion was to say, let's, we're not going to do that by raising taxes. Let's, let's work on other means to get the revenue. Uh, so he was trying to do that for the $3.5 trillion, and the Democrats voted that amendment down a little after, I think, 1 a.m. local time. Uh, those of you who were not up watching C-SPAN 2 with us last night, it was riveting television, not quite the Olympic Games, but some interesting moments for sure. Uh, but to me, the big test is how do we pay for all of this? It's the it's the pay for. It's the long-term unintended consequences that we have to look at. Do we have some short-term needs? Absolutely. We're going to continue to discuss those uh, in hour number two. Today we'll have Robert Spenlove, Mara Carabello is going to join us uh, and others to talk through what do all these things mean for Utah. And as I said, we're going to look at the good, the bad, the ugly, and just the difficult as part of the conversation. Stay with us. Much more to come on Inside Sources. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.